Welcome to Happy House Families Podcast with your hosts, Morgan and Sandy. We are here to be an easy resource for families on the go and who aspire to create more joy within their families. Morgan is a special education teacher with a master's in education. Sandy is a consultant who also has her master's in education and has worked with families for over 20 years. Both of your hosts have a vast experience working with neurotypical and neurodiverse children. Welcome to the show. Hi everyone, welcome to Happy House Families. This is Sandy and this is Morgan. And today we are talking about cutting worries down. Yes. This is much needed. Yes, it is. And it is different than anxiety. I just want to point that out. So the worries, they do go hand in hand sometimes, but worries can be something uh, that's happening in the future. It could also be kind of like manifested in, in our bodies. And uh, we just want to tackle this head on. I've actually noticed in the past couple of years that worry worrying has kind of gone up, at least anecdotally in my own classroom, mm-hmm. um, that kids kids are taking on a lot. And I think that sometimes as adults, we don't always see it. And uh, so we first want to talk about before we talk about what we can do about wearing is that we kind of want to talk about the symptoms and what it looks like because yes. you might not even realize that your child is going through something exactly because they may not be expressing it directly to you they might not be saying hey mom i'm really worried about x y and z mm-hmm. exactly so here are some signs to look for um being restless or agitated or fidgety or if you notice like outbursts and aggression these are all different things to pay attention to maybe they're being especially clingy Mm -hmm. uh maybe they're having a hard time leaving you separating maybe in the morning when they go to school that's hard for them or if you're going off to work um, oh my goodness. And I know for me, I've had this, you know, having difficulty sleeping. Yes. You know, and then of course, and that causes you to be tired during the day. So if you're noticing that your child is having difficulty sleeping and you're just noticing that they are more lethargic during the day, these are key signs for you just to cue Even into. Even just noticing kids do get dark under eye circles. Um, and so just that's a sign mm-hmm. that something is going on. Uh, do me- I have any? <laughs> no, it's okay. perfect. Oh my goodness, she said perfect. <laughs> Thank goodness this is recorded. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone heard. Uh, another thing is not being able to focus in class. I mean, maybe before they were doing such a great job, and then now all of a sudden things aren't going as well. Like there's a dip, in, like a dip in their grades. Yeah. Okay. So it's something that's out of the norm. Mm-hmm. Yes, and also this a change in appetite. Either they're in. Oh my goodness, I love Daniel Siegel at UCLA. So he talks about when people are not um, like at their, you know, at their balanced place of just being like, I'm okay. Like when you're not in that state, people either go into restriction or they go into like- Excess. Yes, excess, exactly. So if you're noticing your child is all of a sudden stop eating or eating more than usual, pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. Because that means they're not in balance. Yes, I mean, and you know, as kids grow, they're obviously going to be eating more. Teenagers eat more than, you know, second graders. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if it's natural, then that's that's not something to worry about. But this is kind of in conjunction with other things. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, and also, if the, you notice that they're avoiding, like, their friends or school or even just, like, everyday activities. Yeah, they no longer find interest or joy out of things that they used to. 
Mm-hmm. These um, are all different signs. Um, something else that you can even look for is like if they're biting their nails or um, chewing their hair or even plucking their eyebrows. I've worked with a few kids where they've like plucked out their eyebrows um, or their eyelashes or if they're chewing or sucking on their shirt sleeve or mm-hmm. the bottom of their shirt. Um, these are all different signs. Or if you can just notice that they're more oral. Yeah. Yes. I like, yeah, 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 exactly. Chewing on more things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then other things that their symptoms can be would be like if they're, if your kid's kind of complaining more of stomach aches. Mm, yes, exactly. Yes, or if they're feeling shaky or sweaty um, or just feeling restless and they just can't sit still. Yeah. And they kind of maybe have racing or repetitive thoughts. Uh, they keep on kind of fixating on something that's might be worrisome to them. Exactly. It's like this movie in their head that just keeps playing over and over and over. We're like a broken record that yeah. just keeps going. So those are just some warning signs that we have uh, about what worried thoughts might look like in a child. And so once you kind of have identified or your kid has come to you uh, saying that they are worried about something, we want to give you some strategies of what to do with those worried thoughts. So one of the things that you can do is you can make a worry jar and what they can do is they can write down what their worries are and they can put it in a jar. And what you could do with the jar afterwards is you can bury it or Mm -hmm. you can throw it away. Or if you have a fireplace, like you can put the worries in the flame. Yeah, we want to be safe. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, Not your child. And for some children, for them just to see their worry disappear in front of their eyes, either through like, or even a shredder. You know, that it's gone. There's something powerful in just the visual of like, oh, I wrote down my worry is that I'm going to lose all my friends and now it's going through the shredder. Yeah, I'm letting it go. Something that I do uh, with my class is that I've noticed lately they say that they're having nightmares and I think that's kind of their way to say that they're nervous about something. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what I've taught them to do is a strategy that we do is when they say, oh, I want to talk to you about my nightmare. Um, I have them take out a piece of paper and they can draw or write about it and then they come and talk to me when they're done doing that and then when they get it off of their chest they rip it up and just throw it in the trash can so uh, and then I just kind of let them say like okay now it's in the trash can it's gone we're moving on that's in the past Uh, and that I've noticed has seemed to help them and the more we've been doing that they've actually started to uh, self-advocate so they'll come to me and say oh can I draw a picture now oh I want it so good yeah and so they've that that's kind of their coping mechanism and uh it's I think that I'm I'm glad that that's what they're doing because that's a way more productive thing to do uh than kind of hold those worried feelings inside of us because then that can also turn into something else and turn into something bigger and even physical you know like stress there's been so many studies exactly that stress manifests itself in so many different ways exactly it does makes it can even make us physically sick and mm-hmm. so if we're teaching kids at a young age how to deal with their stress this is just kind of going to help them later in life with their coping and the resiliency yeah so true uh, one of the things that they could also do you guess hit upon a key point is that when they're worried and stressed, it gets stuck in our body. So one great thing to do is just yoga. You can even just jump on YouTube and you can write yoga for children who are worried. Mm -hmm. And just a lot of different videos will come up and just moving 
your body through these different positions like will just help you feel better mm -hmm. so I think just any kind of physical movement will be good and when you're worried yoga is really nice because it's nice and gentle on your body it's calm it's calm exactly because I know sometimes if you're worried you may not want to go and like run a marathon or do something that's very physically active like basketball let's say but just doing these nice gentle movements can help just release the tension in your body mm -hmm. so that would be really great to do that with your children um, another thing is like essential oils are really good just like different scents like lavender is really good um, so I have like two spray bottles that I use with kids one um, I call it focus spray so it's water and peppermint and so I call it focus spray so when we need to focus I spray that um, and so now I have one little girl who will tell me when she needs to focus um, and then for children when they um, are feeling worried or they're they can't slow their body down then we have a calming spray which is water and lavender mm -hmm. and so they like that that there's these like um, you know these different spray bottles that can help them immediately so and because of that they know it's there to help them it helps them even more because they have the belief that it will mm -hmm. you know the whole placebo thing so and also just the scents are nice so that's a nice easy way of also just making you know just your child's atmosphere feel better for them yeah and it's just kind of a quick easy way to kind of de-stress exactly um, and we're going to also talk about words that don't help that sometimes come out of our mouths. Yes, and we've all been guilty of saying exactly. some of these things. Exactly. And I know we've all probably have heard this while we're worried, right? Yeah. Um, sometimes it adds fuel to the fire. Like exactly. when you hear, when you're worried and someone says, stop worrying. It's like, oh, thank you so much. That's really helpful. <laughs> exactly. Like I didn't know that I could get stopped doing that. Yeah, calm know? down. Oh, oh, yes, exactly. Whoever in the state of someone saying calm down has actually calmed down. Exactly, I know. I know, right? I mean, and I, we've all done it, so. <laughs> exactly. Not pointing fingers. And also saying there's nothing to worry about. Um, that could be very dismissive and just not honoring what your child is feeling. Mm -hmm. um, or saying don't be such a worry wart. Uh, you know, so things like this, you know, will just tend to isolate your child even more. So we don't want to isolate them while they're in a state of worry. Yeah. Or I'm so tired of hearing about this. Like, I can't believe you're bringing this up again. It just kind of might make those worried feelings even bigger. Exactly. And it could escalate. And then a new worry is going to happen. Like, yeah. well, why can't I stop? And so what happens is like sometimes kids will say like, well, why can't I stop? Why is it happening? Um, and then those are direct conversations to have like, okay, well, let's figure out how we can stop these things. So one of the things we can talk about is what we've talked about a few times is like, you know, talking about where is it in your body? What color is it? What size? Um, and then just like naming it to tame it or even like what Morgan was talking about earlier, like drawing the pictures, ripping it up. If we can do concrete things, it will help move the worry away. Um, as well as doing doll play. You can, with dolls, talk about the theme. Yeah, that's good. Um, you can do that or you can even do role play and so that your child could actually see it and actually provide solutions to it. So not just acting out what the worry is, but, you know, different solutions to the worry. Yeah, some, some conflict resolution. Exactly. Um, and then say, we're going to tell you some words that do help. And so instead of saying, calm down, don't worry about it, this isn't a big deal. Mm -hmm. uh, some things you can say that would be more productive would be like, I'm here to listen. Exactly. And you're safe. Let's talk. Mm -hmm. You're safe is such a 
big one for kids. Yeah. Because I'll say to them, you are safe. You know, you, you know, your mom and dad are here or your teacher's here. You are safe. You are safe. And then also giving them the space to talk. And then asking, what can I do to help? Uh, and even asking them, like, what can you do to help? What can we do to help? Mm-hmm. And then you can say, I feel worried too sometimes, and I'm here for you. So to kind of help them have that connection, like, okay, you're not alone in mm-hmm. having worried feelings. Exactly. We all have gone through this before. And so maybe you can also say, I was, when I, you know, give an anecdote, and you can say how you got through those feelings of worry exactly and then you can say things like we're going to work through this together we're going to be a team these are things that your child knows that they're not alone and that alone right there just relieves so much stress and tension yeah it's just knowing that they're not alone and then also you can say like this feeling won't last forever and Mm -hmm. what I would do is maybe bring up a time when they were worried a year ago a few months ago and say remember when that happened and now look at you today exactly you can kind of remind them of things uh, that they have already overcome so that they can kind of reflect on things in their own life. Exactly. That's so true. I like that. Yeah, bringing up different past worries that have been overcome. I wouldn't bring up a past worry that they're still struggling with. Oh, no, no. But just, but just bring up, like, past worries that they have overcome. And, you know, you can just tell them to take a deep breath and know that things will be different. Yes. And then coming up with an action plan. Because usually without an action plan, there's a feeling of, helplessness and like well when is this going to end and that's another thing like sometimes people feel like oh my gosh like I can't see the end to this but just hearing like you will be okay and Mm -hmm. there is an end to this um is so important yeah that's true um so some things that we could do that to help when your kid is worried in that moment uh is to help set up a quiet space it can be at home, in the classroom. I mean, I have a little beanbag area. Oh, fun. Yeah, in the little library so they can just kind of go and hang out. Um, also, uh, I love s- stress balls and some oh, of those yes. fidget spinners. <gasps> those are so good. I have little stuffed animals, too, that they kind of just, like, hold in their lap that so they can just have something. kind of helps ground children, I think, to have something yes. in their hands and to kind of focus on exactly um with some of my clients that I work with uh, I'll recommend that they like bring like a worry stone to school if they are like worried like they'll like go and they'll pick a pretty rock or something so when they're at school like they know it's for when they're worried to hold on to but other kids and other teachers will just be like oh that's a cool rock or cool stone that you brought um so I know sometimes they may need to go into the classroom setting with something that they feel safe with or to a birthday party or to a play date or whatever yeah it could just even having... be something in their pocket like exactly. they don't even have to tell other people about it could just be for them exactly or for example I have these earrings on yeah yeah these are my heart chakra earrings I sound like so LA and woo woo right now so <laughs> But they help ground you? But they help my, yes, they help my heart chakra, yes. And then this ring with this gigantic stone, this is a grounding stone. And so just looking at it? So just, like, just knowing it's there, the visual, like, you know, it's like, oh, okay, I'm grounded. And my heart is open. Yeah, there you go. Exactly, I know, I sound so L.A. right now. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. But whatever helps, right? Yeah. Uh, And, okay, for our listeners who don't 
like know me like as you know Morgan I have a tattoo of a feather on my right wrist mm -hmm. and the feather is everything should be light as a feather and it's so funny so when I work with my with my kids my students um, like sometimes I'll just show them the feather and then they'll say okay light as a feather well, and I cute. which is really cute right and then um, and of course on this second finger on my left hand I have a tattoo of a crown right and so one of my clients jokingly said to me, she's like, you should have all your tattoos like uh, tax deductible because you know, I use it in my sessions. Okay, like, are they treating you well at school? You know, are they treating you like the queen you are? Exactly. Yes, exactly. And, you know, okay, well, let's think about that situation. Okay, it's light as a feather. Right? Oh, I love that. And it's funny because I have some of the kids I work with, they're like, Sandy, are you going to get another tattoo? And so every, I have one little boy that I'm working with, and every week he's, he will always say, did you get a tattoo? Did you get another tattoo? So I've told him, I will let you know. You'll be the first to know <laughs> if I get a new tattoo. But, and I also know that my tattoos uh, are incorporated with the work that I do. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. So just have your kid get a tattoo. No. <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, okay. <laughs> if you want. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Oh, right. oh my goodness. Oh wait, we can also talk about um, breathing because breathing will actually help your child's heart rate slow down so they're not in the state of panic. Mm -hmm. uh, so one nice easy way is to breathe in for a count of four, hold for a count of seven, and exhale for a count of eight. So once again, it's four, seven, eight. Inhale for four, hold for seven, exhale for eight. You just want to remember that you want to exhale longer than you've inhaled. Yes. So you want to make sure your exhale is nice and extended. So that will slow down their heartbeat. And then that's something quickly that you can do. You can just do that a couple times and it will slow down their heart rate and calm them down kind of in the moment. Exactly. Oh, yes, it's so important to do that. Um, and then you could also do visualization with your children, too, about the worries that, you know, um, that it's on a balloon and the balloon floats away and it's going far, far, far away from them and eventually the balloon disappears. You can do that. Uh, there's another technique where you have them close their eyes and then they have on the screen and like have them sit in a movie theater and on the screen is their worry and then you have them visualize what it would be like for their worry to go away and then that appears on the screen in color and then that eventually takes over the entire movie screen is them overcoming the fear yes it's okay. like they're watching it in the movies like they're in the theater sitting watching, watching it. the movie okay okay watching a movie so like at first so they're in the theater so they can pick if they're sitting in the back in the front in the middle whatever and then on this movie screen is what their worry is okay and then they start to think about how they want to solve their worry and what's going to happen and how they're going to feel better and then that needs to be visualized in color and then that eventually takes over the entire movie screen yeah, okay. so that's another uh, visualing, visualizing technique that you can use. I can't remember the exact technique for it. Um, oh, what's it called? But yeah, exactly. But I just told you how to do it. Yeah, okay, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Another thing that you can do is you can have them visualize their worry and have them visualize scissors or something that's going to cut the string between them and the worry that's like call that's something kind of like cord cutting okay yes so you I know that for meditation before yes exactly yeah. so just you know they can um 
think about like, okay, this worry is like on a balloon or something like that, and I'm going to get scissors and I'm going to cut it and it's going to float away, or mm -hmm. whatever it is that they need to uh, have that balloon fly away from them, but something that is separating them. Yeah, so where you can, they actually see that in their mind, that it's separating from them physically. Ex exactly, or even if you wanted to, you can write their worries on a balloon and release them. It's not the best for the environment. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that is true. That is true. That is true. We will remember that it's not best for the environment, but yes, that is true. Yes. Okay. You might just want to rip up the paper. Or, I mean, it could even be, if you want to be very environmentally friendly, you can do it on the computer, they draw it, and then delete it. Oh, yes. yes. So we'll cover true. all of our bases. Exactly. That's true. They could do that. Yes. I like that. Or they can even do it with, like, Play-Doh or clay. They can create it and then, like, smush it up. Oh, that's a good idea, too. You yeah. know, so, because I, yes, because I've had one um, little girl do that with her Play-Doh. Yeah, know, just, where they create the scene yeah, create, and then yes. just smush and it. And then just smush it up. Or even build it with blocks and then knock it down. Oh, yes, exactly. Legos. Yeah. Whatever your kid's into. Exactly. Yeah, see? And then, yes, and then you can custom tailor it to what your child is drawn to. Yeah. Yeah. There's more than one way to get there. Exactly. There's more than one way to catch a fish in everything in life. <laughs> okay, guys, thank you so much. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, and like us. Yes, all of those. Yes, and then follow us on Facebook and Check out our website. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Okay, thank you, everyone. We'll be back next week. Bye. Thank you for listening. To contact Sandy and Morgan, check out happyhousefamilies.com or email at happyhousefamilies at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out their Facebook page to join the community. If you like the podcast, be sure to rate us. It helps the show be discovered more easily and help more people.